The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. everyone, it's Linda Ockwell-Jenner here with another Motivational Moments podcast and today I am very excited to be interviewing Tony Larakis, CEO of Complete Innovations and I am very, very excited um, that Tony could find the time in his busy schedule to be interviewed by me. Hi Tony, how are you today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, the reason I've invited you on the show, um, I believe that Complete Innovations have been ranked 18th on the next 100 list of Canada's fastest growing companies. Correct. Correct. That's right. We're very honored to receive that uh, great accolade. Okay. And uh, Motivational Steps podcast um, goes all over the globe to many, many um, individuals, small businesses, large businesses, and we love to be inspired by companies such as yourself, individuals such as yourself, that can maybe share with us, Tony, some of your secrets to your success. So, you've been in business how long? Uh, actually, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary on February 28th. Congratulations. That's quite a feat. Now, would you say, Tony, in the early years, um, did you guys struggle um, with anything in particular in your first years of business that you could maybe pinpoint and share with us? Oh, God. How, it, it, how many things did we struggle with in our first few years of business? <laughs> but, uh, I would say... Um, you know, the one that stands out as the greatest struggle uh, is cash flow in the early years, managing that and trying to stay cash flow positive. And, and I guess that's difficult, isn't it? Because you know you have a good offering, you know you have a good um, customer service, you have a good client base, but when you haven't got the cash flow, how do you stay motivated? What did you guys do? Uh, well, I mean, it's believing in, in your product, in your business plan, I would say. It's starting out with a great business plan. So, I mean, you have to think things through. You have to um, pick pick the right target market, um, make sure the product offering is correct for that market, test it out, talk to potential customers. Um, and if you have all that right, then you have to believe in it and work hard at uh, uh, at making it cash flow positive, making the business cash flow positive. But even with all the right ingredients, it is uh, still very challenging and requires, you know, the entrepreneurial uh, uh, spirit and passion and hard work and focus. But uh, um, and being able to adapt and change quickly. I remember in the early years, um, you know, we'd go to market with some ideas or models and we'd quickly change it or adapt it to uh, be, be better suited for the market at that time. So a, a lot of things have to align. Timing, um, pricing, uh, product, uh, customer need, everything has to kind of align. Okay, so you personally, Tony, I know you're um, obviously the CEO of the organization. I know you have a lot of other wonderful people on board who all um, add to the success of your organization. But you in particular, what was it that prompted you to want to work in this area? What was it that made you think, that's what I want to do with my life, that's where I want to go? 
Well, that's a great question. I knew two things. Um, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. That's something I've kind of always have known uh, as long as I ever thought of my professional life. And I've, in more recent times of knowing what, that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I knew that I wanted to be in the technology space. So I, I took those two things and I started my first business as a very generic business and just doing consulting or projects, IT-related projects, uh, B2B projects. Um, so I was an entrepreneur and I was in the technology space. Uh, but I, I use that as a stepping stone or as a platform to find something more specific that I could really dive into. And through that first generic business, I found an opportunity to create a product for a specific vertical, being the courier vertical in my case, created a software product for that vertical um, just by being out there networking, exploring, and keeping my kind of antennas up to, f to find a, a business opportunity that I could go deep into. And when we found that opportunity, we developed the product. Uh, we, we found an opportunity to develop a product for the courier industry specifically, and uh, we went after it. And it was a great start for our business. That's a wonderful story, Tony. Now, um, I know when I started networking for Motivational Steps all those years ago, I wasn't as proficient with networking as I am now. And I didn't have the confidence and the know-how who to network with and where to network. Is this something that came easy to you or did you have to work at the networking also? Uh, definitely. And, and one thing I learned very early on is the CEO or founder, president, is an evangelist, basically. And one of your main jobs in, in the leadership role is to network with any, anyone and everyone uh, because you'll be surprised what can come out of, you know, talking to somebody you think would, you know, not, not be worthwhile. Uh, that conversation could lead to, to something fantastic for your business. So I learned early on to be very vocal about our business, what we're up to, be very open and transparent about what, where we're at and where we're trying to get to. And, and I found it, um, you know, quite surprised and amazed by how many people out there would be willing to uh, introduce you to somebody that they know that might help or, or just share some insight that might be helpful. So um, network every opportunity you get. Wow. I, I love it when I hear that kind of philosophy because I also feel the same. I sometimes feel that people are a bit picky who they network with and where they network and they think, well, there's nothing in it for me. Why would I waste my time? And you are completely right. You never know who you might meet, who might know someone. It's all about building that important relationship of trust, isn't it? And you use the word transparency, Tony. And transparency, transparency means to me you had nothing to hide. You may have made mistakes, but you were open about it. And I think this is probably a large part of why you were successful in the networking, primarily in the beginning. Do you think that's right? Oh, 100%. I really believe in transparency. Uh, because it does bring, it creates trust. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking openly to somebody about your business, about your issues, about your struggles, um, I mean, sometimes you want to be strategic in what you say, but I more often than not like to be as transparent as I can be because um, when you're truthful and transparent, uh, great things can come, out of, can come out of that conversation with the, the person you're speaking with. Uh, they might have some insight, some advice, some connection mm. that might help you um, in, in what they hear your story currently is at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I find it key, and 
you know, and it helps, uh, like today, being a, a CEO of a, a larger organization, 10 years into business, I have some amazing contacts that I've, uh, you know, established over the years. And when uh, a newer entrepreneur talks to me in an open or transparent way, I'm very uh, eager to help them and connect them and, and see them do well because I know what it's like to be in their shoes. I, I was once there myself. Yeah, and I think that's why I relate to you as well, Tony, because I've also been in that place and this is why I also like to help people. And with you being generous and coming along and taking this time today to be interviewed for the podcast, you are also helping people still, even though you're this great CEO of a company. So could you tell us a little bit more about your company, what your company does, please? Sure, sure. We're a software company. We develop solutions for companies with a mobile workforce. So a company that either has a fleet of vehicles or uh, a, a mobile workforce that does uh, work in the field such as deliveries, uh, field service type stuff, fixes equipment, services customers at their premise. We provide solutions, software solutions around tracking uh, the fleet or tracking mobile workers using either hardware installed in a vehicle or a handheld device like a BlackBerry or Windows Mobile ruggedized device. And uh, in the handheld side, we can also uh, dispatch work orders to the mobile workers. So basically, think of any type of company out there that uh, would go out with a clipboard and, and paper or paper work orders. Uh, we, would, we would service those types of companies and automate their paper onto an electronic device so there's real-time uh, dispatching real-time data capture being pushed into back-end billing systems or tracking systems. So basically any type of company that has workers in the field, we can help uh, improve their operations. Wow. How important would you say secure software is um, when you are designing? And is the word making software, I don't know that's the right word. How important is secure software to, to anybody really, but your organization in particular? Yeah, so, so security uh, is, is definitely... Uh, a key part of our consideration when we design, develop, uh, sell, promote our product. We're storing sensitive data. We're storing location data. Um, we have large enterprise customers uh, that upload their customer list into our system to track where their mobile workforce is relative to their customers and locations. So uh, security is quite critical for us. Um, so we, we take that into consideration at various steps uh, when, when we design our software. Um, the architecture has to be one that can enable security at various levels for the end user so they can themselves control who can do what, who can see what, who has access mm -hmm. to what on their end. And then also in our environment, we, we provide our software as a service. So it's a hosted solution. It's in a data center. Uh, you know, we have it at a, at a what is considered a tier one premium data center um, with, you know, all levels of security requiring biometrics to, to enter the facility. Uh, we have a lot of security within the data center from an infrastructure perspective, state-of-the-art uh, equipment to keep our system secure. Excellent, and I'm guessing, um, I'm not an expert in this, that this is a bit like a jigsaw puzzle. 
you've put everything together over time, you've built the relationships, you've done the networking, you, you've built the clientele, you've built the secure software, and it's like a jigsaw puzzle, isn't it? Everything's in place now, and this is why you do receive, you know, these these wonderful um, recognitions as being one of the uh, Canada's fastest growing companies. Would you say that's correct? If all the pieces of the puzzle are not in place, you wouldn't be as successful as you are today? Well, definitely. I mean, it is a, an evolution. You build something early on, it evolves. Uh, you realize you are missing a number of key components and pieces that you build along the way. And today, um, you know, it's almost, I would say, easier as you mature and, and as your solutions round out to continue to scale and grow. Of course, you have to be uh, ahead of the competition. You have to be constantly innovating. You have to be uh, establishing great strategic alliances that will help you achieve growth. But um, the longer you're at it, the easier I think some of those things uh, become. Uh, but you have to kind of keep that fire uh, in the organization, that entrepreneurial spirit to keep the, the fast growth rate going. Mm -hmm. Would it be um, okay for me at me to ask you to share some of um, your partnerships, the organizations you actually work with? Sure, sure. Uh, we work in Canada with TELUS, TELUS Mobility. They're a reseller of our product um, across Canada, and that's been a, an amazing partnership for us. It's uh, enabled our company to uh, triple in size, basically, over the last three years uh, because we were able to go from having three or four direct salespeople, our own salespeople out there selling our product to partnering with a company that has literally hundreds or thousands of feet on the street wow. with a, an incredible brand uh, such as Telus mm -hmm. out there pushing our product. So, so the uh, exposure we got to the market um, overnight in essence once we launched that, that relationship was uh, many multiples over what we were able to do on our own. In the U.S., we're partnered with AT&T. Mm -hmm. um, the partnership is in its early stages, I would say, compared to what our relationship with TELUS is like. And we're looking forward to uh, evolving that partnership and, in essence, replicating what we've done with TELUS uh, with AT&T in the U.S. Um, we do have other partners, uh, such as hardware partners, uh, Motorola, uh, Gen X. Uh, these are partners that uh, help create our solution because uh, mm -hmm. we're a software-focused company, although mm -hmm. our, our, our solution requires hardware. Um, we don't do that ourselves. We partner with companies. So it's, it's, you know, it's truly a marriage partnering with these hardware providers because it's a key part of our overall solution. So, so those partnerships have to be very strong. Wow. Well, I'm um, a fan of TELUS. Um, one of the things that always stands out for me with TELUS is their branding is just above excellence. It's very recognizable. Customer service is wonderful. So, yeah, I think that's a, a fantastic partnership. So, if there was any advice you'd give to people listening to this podcast today, entrepreneurs, students, you know, people in large organizations, what advice would you give them? when they decide to either start their own business or, you know, move within organizations and, and, and start a new career, what advice would you give them? Um, I would say uh, passion, determination, um, the desire to be the best, those emotions and, and you know, having those, 
those feelings as an entrepreneur are critical. Um, the you know the energy that you create as the leader um, you know feeds off to your employees, to your customers, to your partners, and you know the commitment to uh, be a be a leader in your space um, or in your industry, um, and and being passionate about your business, you know just living that way is is a huge component, uh, a huge you know part of the success. Um, so that's that's key, and then of course the practical things like uh, keeping a close eye on cash flow. Uh, I found that was you know crucial for us yeah. in the um, early years. I mean we hear you know stats about uh, I'm not sure what they are exactly, but a huge percentage of businesses failing in the first you know year or two, right. um, and I think it's because uh, the first couple of years are so hard to survive through due to you know cash flow and getting uh, scale and ramping things up. So. Um, trying to focus on that in the early part and, you know, turning that corner of profitability or cash flow positiveness as quickly as possible. Uh, being committed to that, I think, is key. Whoa, that's absolutely wonderful. So where do you see the future taking your organization? Because I can't believe that you're not already thinking about the next 10 years. <laughs> Uh, constantly, of course. That's uh, that's <laughs> my job. That's about all I need to do is uh, look forward and uh, and you know direct direct the organization. And um, I I'm really excited about the space we're in. I feel that we're in a space that has room for enormous growth. Mm -hmm. um, it's in, it's still a new market, largely untapped. So I believe that we can, as an organization, conti can continue to grow at double digit uh, percentage rates year over year. In fact. Our goal is to exceed uh, 30 40% year-over-year growth rate for the next five years, um, and we have been doing that for the last um, uh, uh, four years. We've been, you know, by far exceeding that growth rate. So um, we want to continue growing at a very rapid rate and be, um, you know, the market leader in Canada in our space to be number one, which we are well on our way to, to being that, and to being the top uh, – you know, I'll say top five mm. uh, in terms of market position in the U.S. for, for the industries that we uh, focus on. That's wonderful. Now, how much do you guys um, play around with or how much are you into social media today? LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Sprite, there's so many sites out there. Are you into that yet? Are you using social media to your you know benefit or are you not looking in that arena yet? Uh, yeah, we do. We do use it for for various things. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, as are most of my employees. Uh, we do use LinkedIn for networking. Uh, we try to use it as well for recruiting. Uh, so, so we we definitely use that. Um, and we're exploring. I would say at an exploratory stage. Uh, in regards to marketing and sales uh, with relation to social media sites. But we do use it for, you know, various uh, mm -hmm. um, administrative things or, or recruiting, definitely. Excellent. So you are definitely, um, you know, looking to the future. You're not resting on your laurels. You're not saying, okay, we have a good product. We can just stop there. You are definitely, you know, futuristic, and I love that. So I know a lot of our listeners would like to find out more about you. So I am guessing you have a website and information you'd like to share with us. Of course. Um, the, the, the main website is completeinnovations.com 
that's our, our company website, and from there we'll link you to uh, three other microsites that we have specific around some of our products. Uh, but if you go to completeinnovations.com, you'll find that everything there is to know about us. That's absolutely wonderful. Well, Tony, I hope that you are almost finished the, for the day and that you may be, you know, having a rest tonight or doing something, you know, other than working. Would you say you are a workaholic or would you say you have a good balance in your, you know, life at the moment? I would say it's much better um, than it was <laughs> in the early years. I was uh, um, out of balance and I think... I'm not sure, but for everyone's different. But for me, and in my experience, it required at least the first few years for sure. I mean, work from the moment my eyes opened to the moment they shut at night. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the time that they were shut was very, very short. Um, so, the, yeah, the first few years was kind of insane. It's almost blurry. Uh, but but recently, uh, you know, I'm married. I have a, a two-year-old boy, and uh, oh. work-life balance is very important to me now. So I try not to never work on the weekends anymore and uh, uh, limit my work day to maybe, you know, eight to ten hours. Oh, I'm glad to hear that because it's okay having a successful business. It's okay having lots of money. But without our health and our family and friends, really, it's all quite empty, isn't it? So I'm really happy to know. But, yeah, I mean, you do see a lot of entrepreneurs and they they become an entrepreneur with this idea that okay we'll work less we'll have more holidays we'll have more money and some people fall by the wayside when they realize it is typically 24 7 no holidays very little money um, and as you've already you know told us today honestly which I love even you guys had cash flow problems so you can imagine what it's like for the smaller organizations um, I'm thrilled to bits. I've been sitting here listening with great interest and I think your interview will inspire many, many people to do many things, whether it's creating secure software, whether it's networking, whether it's keeping an eye on the cash flow or Tony, whether it's actually balancing your, you know, your work and personal life for all those good reasons. So I'd like to say thank you. It's been a delight interviewing you. And I do hope you um, continue to grow in success and that maybe in six months' time we'll come back and interview again and see, you know, how many changes have been made and where you are then, if that's okay. By all means, I would love that. And thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun.